a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. What went into the WordSouth COVID-19 Resources Kit? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Story Connect, the podcast. I'm your host, Andy Johns, with WordSouth, and I'm joined this time by WordSouth CEO, Stephen Smith. So, Stephen, thanks for joining me. Excited to uh, do this with you today, Andy. Thank you. Great. Well, this is going to be a little bit of a different podcast. Usually, it's either myself or Stephen as the host on here interviewing um, somebody from uh, one of the industries that WordSouth serves. But instead of a special guest today, um, it's kind of like an extra co-host. So uh, maybe that didn't come out right, Stephen, but um, you're special in your own way. Um, (laughs) But uh, so this is uh, our first special uh, quarantined edition of the Story Connect podcast. Um, Between the two of us, there are um, quite a few dogs around the house, so uh, the two houses, so hopefully they'll behave. But uh, Stephen, how are you guys doing in the quarantine? Uh, We're making it great, Andy. There's there's not a tremendous amount of of difference for us because, uh, you know, we work from the office some and we work from home some. And so spending more time at home, uh, of course, uh, as the office is closed and, uh, Continuing to work, thanks to, uh, in large part, to our broadband connection from uh, our local telecommunications cooperative, FTC, and uh, staying connected with uh, the team and with the world. And uh, things are, are moving right along at a steady clip. Absolutely. They've been busy, a uh, busy few days here for sure. We'll get into a little bit about why that is uh, in a minute. Uh, as Stephen mentioned, um, WordSouth, a lot of folks know, I guess, at WordSouth, uh, we've all worked remotely for uh, years in most cases. So we were a little bit more prepared for this than, than some. Uh, but in some way or another, the COVID-19 virus is affecting just about everybody um, by this point. Uh, there are two big ways that WordSouth has been um, affected. The first was having to reschedule our Story Connect conference. It was set for back um, March 18 to 20. And now we are uh, working on some dates in November uh, to be the same location, all the details there. We'll have some of that um, coming out uh, as soon as we get everything confirmed. The second has been um, the COVID-19 Utility Communicators Response Kit, a resource kit that uh, we put together uh, at WordSouth. Stephen, do you mind uh, summarizing a little bit about what what all is in that kit? Uh, Yes, I'll be glad to do that. Um, I would like to say you did mention Story Connect, uh, the conference, and, you know, as uh, we were nearing those dates, uh, we spent a lot of time as a management team uh, discussing uh, what we were going to, uh, what kind of decision we were going to make on whether to postpone that or not. It was a tough decision, but not a hard decision as we moved closer to that date that, that we, we, we felt like that it wasn't in the best interest of, of our clients who were coming from uh, really just all over the country to be with us and our sponsors. And, you know, funny as it turned out, if we had waited just a few days, we made that decision in early March. And if we waited just a few days, that decision, you know, would have been made for us. Uh, after we decided to cancel our conference, then all the the pro sporting events uh, started uh, canceling, and we realized that you know we were we were a little ahead of the curve there. And uh, you know, as, as things really started escalating uh, after that, uh, 
we, we, we sort of turned our uh, focus away from the conference and we were realizing that, you know, this was rapidly becoming a situation where our clients were going to be facing some real challenges in uh, how to communicate, you know, with their customers. And that's really where the idea for the, the resource kit came about. Uh, we realized that there were some common denominators, uh, some things that everyone needed to be talking about, even if they were going to be customized for their particular company. Uh, just in quick summary, that kit contains uh, just general things that will help people uh, in, in general, uh, the general uh, population, such as working from home tips. Uh, as you mentioned, we've been a remote workforce uh, by and large for several years now, and we've worked through a lot of the the uh, the challenges of of that and. For many, many people, that's becoming, um, I mean, that's a new thing that they're having to to learn how to navigate. So there's some work from home tips that our clients, uh, the, the utilities, electrics and broadband providers can be sharing, energy efficiency tips, some ideas on, you know, curbing boredom. We have some cybersecurity precautions, which are particularly important during this time. I just received an email this weekend from what looked like to be uh, American Express asking me to click on a link and to verify all my account information or the account was going to be, you know, shut down for security reasons during this time. It was a fairly convincing email. Those are getting better and better. But uh, so we have some of those kind of tips that our um, clients can share. But also there's some um, there's some components of this kit that uh, it's it's real critical information, tools for uh, helping the utilities communicate uh, with their customers about how they are responding to the uh, to the crisis at hand here, and all the changes that the uh, the pandemic itself, the CDC guidelines, the state level shutdown orders are all forcing upon them. We have a guide in there that helps utilities. Um, screen service requests, you know, uh, um, especially the broadband providers, you know, those technicians are going out, knocking on that door, uh, going into that home to either set up new service or, you know, possibly repair something or, you know, what, what, if they're having trouble with their service and um, being in real close contact. And so we realized that people needed a guide to, when that call comes in, a way to screen that and determine, is this an emergency? When do we send a technician? And if we do, here are some guidelines. And of course, things like communicating um, how to, uh, how they can pay their bill. You know, there's a lot of lobbies closed now and uh, maybe some drive-thrus are open, but, you know, they're really encouraging people to stay home. And so you have uh, a lot of ways to pay. And so we developed that, you know, these, these companies know these things, but to just suddenly be bombarded with all these changes so quickly. We just felt like we had a role to play in helping people communicate those things. And in addition to, um, in addition to some of that, we have, you know, plenty of artwork, social media graphics and things like that to help support this messaging uh, as, as they push this out, 
particularly on their websites and through their social media. Absolutely. As I was looking over the list, I believe there are 17 items up there as of now. Um, and that may, uh, that, that will change as we're going through and adding stuff. The most popular items on there in terms of um, the clicks and the metrics behind it, the social media posts are right there. Number one, uh, that service policy is number two. Those screening questions you mentioned is number three. Uh, the, the response policies, number four, and then that FCC, um, FCC pledge, some sample text there about the Keep America Connected pledge is number five. So uh, some great resources, obviously. Um, and uh, it's, it's fun to see, um, you know, how what the work that we're doing can help folks, um, you know, communicate in this time when there's a, a whole lot going on that's out of the ordinary. So um, absolutely exciting um so whether or not someone has uh, has gotten into the specific files in the kit and gotten into the the resources there what are some overarching guidelines or advice for communicating with members or customers at a time like this that you would give to folks well i, I think we we start with the basics of you need to help people understand what to expect you know, the, the unknown is what we are, you know, gives us the most anxiety. And for most of us alive today, you know, we've never seen anything like this. History gives us, um, you know, glimpses. We have some lessons, you know, during tumultuous times in our country and in, in the world. But, you know, we haven't, we haven't lived through anything like this. And so not knowing what to expect, you know, people are confused. They have anxiety. And you know, they depend on these critical services that the, the broadband providers, telecommunications companies, the electric companies, they depend on those critical services, especially now that they're um, sh sheltering in place, you know, so to speak, working from home. Um, they, they depend on those. And people need to understand how these events, these current events are impacting uh, those services. You know, uh, we're, we're storytellers here at Word South. And one thing we like to say, and it's something that we strongly believe in, is that in the absence of information, people will create their own narrative. You have to give people information. You have to supply them with that narrative. And, you know, it doesn't have to be complicated, Andy. It, I mean, it shouldn't be complicated, but uh, pe people need to understand what is happening. They need to understand what you as a, com uh, as a utility, the communicator there at that utility, uh, electric or, or telco, need to understand what you're doing about uh, this situation uh, from your perspective. And they need to know um, how their service from you is going to be impacted. And they need to know how to do business with you. Um, and, and how the, the way they do business with you is going to be changing for the, the short term. Uh, just in, in an overarching uh, way, as you, as you asked there, um, you need to give them information. And you can't rely on, there is no such thing as, you know, we have communicated. Check that box off. Communication is a constant, constant task you have to just continually do and you know we something we're, we're fond of saying that 
when you get tired of hearing yourself talk about something, you know, that's really when a lot of your uh, customers and members are just beginning to get that message. It's so important that you don't stop communicating because there's no such thing as having communicated. It's a continual process. And I would say at a time like this, when there's so much noise out there and there's so many people, um, you know, everybody's coming out with uh, closure notices and um, whether it's the local restaurants or um, local businesses, there's so much out there that's going on. Whether, you know, one post in somebody's social media feed, uh, even if the algorithms allow that to go through, uh, there's so much other noise out there that they're going to need that to be reinforced and, and as you were saying, to keep going, the uh, the more the merrier. So, for sure, um, I mean, it, it was the it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. That is something that we can apply to social media today. It is the it is the best of things, and it's the worst of things. It's a wonderful tool in a situation like this, where these companies can get their information directly to their customers very very quickly. But they're also throwing that out into an environment where people are copying and pasting and sharing posts that have so much misinformation. And so it is a challenge to rise above all that noise. And one of the ways you do that is just keep telling that same story over and over and over. Exactly. Well, it's been fun to see uh, the staff, you know, most people here at Word South at some part or another have played some kind of role in putting this kit together. Um, uh, did the kit evolve over time um, as we kept putting it together and putting it out there? Or was it mostly all mapped out? Did you have a vision for exactly how all this was going to, to fall together um, since the beginning? Oh, it was definitely the former. We started out with the basics, things that we knew people were going to be clamoring for. Uh, the the screening calls uh, were fairly early. Uh, the, the service calls, how to screen for those. Um, ways to pay, you know, that, that was pretty obvious. Uh, a press release that people could um, customize for themselves, announcing, you know, whatever changes that might be taking place uh, in, in the way they're serving their customers. Uh, so, some of those were, were obvious at the beginning, but as um, as we started uh, sharing this, and, and an important note, we uh, you know we didn't just uh, we didn't share that with our client base, but we we just made this available free behind no paywall behind no um, you know capture of, of emails you know we just we just put that out there. Um, to 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 help, but as, uh, as as that started happening, you know, we asked people in the emails if there if there's anything else, and then certainly our account managers and um, and assistant editors and photographers and anyone working with directly with their clients, you know, as you're sharing them and helping them execute this at their local level, see if there's anything that's coming from them. And our clients really helped us uh, develop more content for this kit because we had several who said, this is great. We appreciate it. Do you have anything on X? 
and they would have a topic that they were uh, particularly need help communicating. And so we would develop that for them and uh, in, in particular, and then generalize it enough to add it to the kit because we knew that if one company was having a, com- a struggle communicating that, that that probably was not an isolated event and there were others out there who needed the same help with the same subject. Absolutely. So that, you know, and that kind of is, is where it's good to have a partner um, like WordSouth that works with so many different companies and has been around the block a few times uh, in the couple industries that we serve. But as I'm, as, so as we're talking about all the work um, that goes into something like this, I may put you on the spot a little bit here, uh, which is always risky to do, I guess, when you're interviewing your boss, but here we go. <laughs> so I've heard the phrase before, um, if you're good at something, never do it for free. And so when I Googled that, I was trying to find out who said it. I thought it would be, you know, John Acuff or Zig Ziglar. It turns out it's actually the Joker from Dark Knight, the <laughs> Heath Ledger version. Um, but I think, I'm sure it's probably been in the other, um, you know, business experts have said it too. Maybe the Joker got it from Dave Ramsey or something. But um, if you're, if you're, um, if you're a uh, if your staff is investing all this time into it, if the company as a whole is investing this uh, these hours into a project like this, why give it away for free? Well, these are and that's a great question, Andy. And um, you know, I've I've thought about this that these are certainly unusual times or certainly um, trying times, and. You know, there's an old saying that goes, uh, "Bloom where you're planted." Did the Joker? Did the Joker say that one too? <laughs> he, he probably. It could have been Batman. I don't know. Okay, but um, you know, bloom where you're planted. What 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 does that mean in in this situation? We are a communications company, a group of storytellers who help our people communicate, and we cannot, as a company switch to manufacturing masks or ventilators. We can't retool to add some personal protection equipment to those frontline workers in the healthcare uh, industry. Um, We are not going to, you know, drive ambulances or develop that vaccine or do anything that, um, along those lines that is going to have that kind of impact. And so we look at what can we do here? And by helping those people who, you know, in a way our clients are on the front lines as well. Absolutely. You know, they're not in the, they're not in the ER. They're not in the ambulance, but they are providing those critical services and you know, if, if the listeners would just think for a moment, what would it be like if for one day I'm not going to have electricity or for one day I'm not going to have uh, Internet service? Or, of course, today broadband means so much more than, than Internet. And I know uh, a lot of people are probably like me uh, in, in our home, you know, broadband, it uh, it drives, I mean, it drives everything. We right. That's, we, we get our television over the top, and uh, certainly we connect with our coworkers via broadband, and we get our information across a broadband uh, network. We stay in touch with family through that. I mean, it's 
so critical. Imagine just one day being shut down on something like that. And uh, when you when you really start to think about how critical that is, our clients are providing um, that service that you know, it's it's undeniable. That's that's front line as well. And if we can come along and play a role to help ease some of that burden and, and ease some of that anxiety over, you know, this new thing has been dumped into our laps. Uh, you know, these communicators are looking, they're saying, you know, already I'm a, I'm a staff of one, work with a lot of companies that their communication staff may only have one or two people in it at, at most. Um, that's the norm. You have a communications department and that's unusual among a lot of the companies that we work with. And so you take these people who are already um, very, very busy, um, it, it, and now you have this entirely new thing dumped in their lap, and it's like, we we can't just work on this in our spare time. This is something that is of critical importance, and we have to be on top of that. And for us to be able to come in and provide them a tool, a set of tools, that kit, you know, a, a whole toolbox to help them not have to make it up, to help them not have to start um, from scratch, then I think we are we are operating then even closer to the heart of our mission. And you, you've heard me say this a, a lot, Andy, in the years that you've been here. We we just want to be a blessing. And I think that this kit is a manifestation of that. And it's, it's our way, uh, however small that might be, of helping, of helping in the greater good, of doing our part, of blooming where we're planted and of us providing um, help during this time that is, um, you know, we, we keep hearing the, the term unprecedented, and I hope that remains the case. I hope we never see anything like this again. And so that's, um, that's why we're doing that. That's, uh, sure, that's great advice to, uh, you know, never do anything for free if you're good at that thing. Uh, we are good at what we do. We've got a great staff of super talented people who not only are good at their trade, but they have the heart that pulls them toward the same mission that, that, uh, that, that drives our clients every day. And so this is our way of, uh, of helping support that. Well, if you're going to keep, saying good things about the staff, then don't, don't wait for me to cut you off. You can keep going if you, uh, if you'd like <laughs> good looking and personable and hilarious. Yeah. Uh, no, but I think, uh, I think that's all very well said. Um, and it, it kind of leads into the next thing I was going to ask, which is about the feedback you've gotten. I know that I've seen, uh, I was texting back and forth with, um, a client in Mississippi the other night, um, about, uh, the response kit and everything. And it's been really great to see some of those come in. What kind of feedback have you gotten? We have, um, you know, it's, it's, it's really, it's really heartwarming to me. And, and, um, I get a little emotional about this because, you know, this, this company, of course, my, my wife and I started the company 
24 years ago, we have, this company has grown up, you know, with our kids. Uh, we have a couple of kids and this is, uh, this is our third one. And, uh, what we do is so near and dear to our hearts and, um, to see what we have done as a team to really have an impact is, um, is, it's, it's really touching. Um, we have, uh, read you a couple of comments right here, um, or more. Sure. Um, we've had some nice comments like, uh, through email, such as, uh, you know, Word South is putting out great resources. The material has been valuable. This is an excellent resource kit. Thank you. Uh, but then we had have some like, um, like I really love this one. I appreciate everything the WordSoft team is doing during this difficult time. We are so blessed to work with you. Uh, that one was special to me. Um, yeah, there you go. Right back to what you said earlier about being a blessing. It's always nice when you hear that right back to you. That means it's working. Exactly. Exactly. This was one. This is one from someone who we've uh, we've never done any work with. We have spoken with them a few times, and um, you know, for their needs and and what we offer, we we've just never had a an opportunity uh, to work with them. Uh, but the lady emailed and said, "Just wanted to take a few minutes to thank you and your staff for your generosity in creating the resources for our industry. It is appreciated and speaks volumes about the integrity." of the leaders and staff at word south and uh you know she didn't even have to take a moment to send a comment but uh but she did and it was a very it was a very meaningful content someone said that word south has shined in so many ways during this difficult time you're seeing a trend there a lot of people are using that term difficult Mm -hmm. time gives you a little insight into how they are taking it uh, you mentioned earlier that we are a, um, by and large, a distributed workforce. We, we, we're about 30 employees strong across five states, and we've worked out a lot of bugs. We've gotten pretty good at this uh, remote working style of operation. But this is a new thing for a lot of people. And so as we sit here and go about our day and realize, you know, there's not a lot, there's not a lot different uh, about how I'm working today versus how I was working sitting here a month ago. And then you, you, you you step back from that when you get an email like this and go, you know, for some people, their whole work style, their workflow, how they're managing their, their teams has been turned upside down and um, you know, that recurring word that we keep seeing, you know, difficult, these difficult times, this difficult time. And we just want to be, you know, this is just a small thing that we can do to, um, you know, put out there for the greater good to help people try to navigate these difficult times. Absolutely. And, and however long 
those go, folks can continue to look um, at the Word South page. We'll put a link to it in the um, the show notes for this episode. But we're going to conti- continue adding to it. We've added a few things uh, last week, and we've got a few more coming this week. And those will just continue to come out um, as things go along. Try to help folks through that time. So I think we've uh, I think we've about covered everything here, and and we're getting close to setting a record for uh, the longest uh, Story Connect podcast that we've done. So I think we'll just about wrap. <laughs> it up uh there steven thanks for uh thanks for being on absolutely thank you andy he is steven smith ceo at word south i'm your host andy johns and until we talk again keep telling your story you've been listening to story connect the podcast a production of word south a content marketing company